Hello everyone, happy new year. Welcome back to What You Talking About, our first official episode of 2024. I am super excited to say that today I'm joined by Grace Walton. She is one of the most notable Australian crossfitters of the last few years and is definitely one to watch heading into the 2024 CrossFit Games season. I caught her just before she heads out to Waterpalooza next week and got the lowdown on her prep plus her recent podium at the Down Under Championships and so much more. As always, don't forget to like, rate and subscribe to be the first to hear all about our new episodes and content. Enjoy! Grace, thank you so much for joining me. How are you doing? I'm well, how are you? Yeah, really good, thank you. Um, You are fresh, like out in Vegas, training. Feels like you probably haven't had much of a Christmas break, right? (laughs) Because you are out to Waterpalooza next week. Like, how are you feeling? Yeah, we honestly, because we flew out on Christmas, um, but it was completely fine because my partner and I don't really do much for Christmas anyway. So it was good to kind of just keep our eyes on training and, you know, get a little bit of travel in as well. Yeah. And is it is it really nice? Because I suppose when you travel that far for a competition, like there's a lot of factors at time with jet lag and time zones and all that. Is it nice to be there or at least in the same country, because obviously you're going to change time zones again, but like being in the same country. So you've got like, you can climatize a little bit and do some prep before you go. Yeah, honestly, I didn't realize how bad jet lag would be. And, you know, I hear people talk about it all the time, like, oh, I'm so tired, this, that. And I'm like, oh, it can't be that bad. And then we got here and I was just so uncomfortable. Um, But luckily we did get here like two weeks before we have to like, go to Miami so um it's been nice to kind of climatize and you know also see a little bit of like what the states is like because we've never actually we've never traveled this far so Zane and I were like didn't know what to expect so yeah Yeah. and when do you so it's we're recording today it's Thursday when are you heading out to Miami so I'm flying on Monday so I still got a little bit of time before to prep over there as well yeah, absolutely. So we'll talk a lot about what a palooza in a little bit, but I always like to start at the beginning of like people's journeys. Um, because in the grand scheme of things, you actually haven't been doing CrossFit that long, right? So when when did you start CrossFit? How did you find it? Uh so it's actually during COVID. I was um twenty end of twenty nineteen. Um I decided to go backpacking. So I organized like a visa to live in um like Europe uh, and then three months in COVID happened basically and um, I didn't know how long it was going to last so came home and then I kind of was a little bit lost because was that was my gap year kind of thing uh, and then a friend kind of introduced me to CrossFit and then I don't know I kind of just became obsessed and started training every day and then yeah it's just been the same from then. Yeah, it's it's one of them like love affairs, isn't it? It's really hard to explain when you start. You're just like, yeah, I just kind of started one day and then never stopped and became obsessed. Um, were you like fit growing up? Like, what was your kind of sporting background, if any? Um, yeah, I was always very competitive. Um, I actually blame like having lots of siblings. So I've got five other siblings, and we always were super competitive, like trampolining at home and like making up teams um but during school primary school I did a lot of gymnastics and a lot of like team sports as well uh and then when I started high school I kind of dropped all of those and just focused on swimming 
Um, and my goal was actually to make the Commonwealth Games as a swimmer. Um, but, yeah, that kind of didn't end up happening, which I'm kind of glad that happened now because, like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have found CrossFit otherwise. Yeah. It's having that mentality, isn't it? I think that, like, it's one of them things that I think people either use CrossFit to benefit other sports or they do other sports before they go into CrossFit. And I think particularly, would you agree here that in a way CrossFit can be quite a lonely sport? Obviously, it's all about community, but in training-wise, unless you're literally competing on a team, you're competing as an individual. Did you kind of see the parallels of that with swimming? Because that's kind of all on you as well, right? Yeah, it's kind of the exact same. Like you still have your team, you know, like everyone around you, but at the end of the day, it's an individual sport and like there is like you can put a lot of pressure on yourself, especially being like an individual athlete. Um, So I feel like that kind of this that in swimming kind of transferred over to CrossFit, which is kind of pretty cool for me. Yeah, for sure. And the competitive mindset, obviously you've had that since you were young. <laughs> so yeah. when you started... And you realise like, oh, I could probably be quite good at this. Were you instantly like, right, how can I compete in this? How can I move forward? Was it quite quite soon when you started? Yeah, I would say probably within a year. So I started out just doing the classes and I didn't actually, like I knew I was stronger um, and I knew I was fit. But again, like the classes that I was doing were like, kind of just had everyday people so I didn't really have like much to compare to I was kind of like oh I'm just like a fitter everyday person um it wasn't until like a few of the girls I was training with at the time were like you're actually kind of like picking up the skills pretty quickly and I didn't really think anything of it and then you know obviously training so much I thought why not just commit a little bit more and see how far you could go so I think it was the start of 2021 I'd been doing CrossFit for maybe five months and I thought all right I'm going to commit myself for one year and I'm going to set up like a benchmark of goals and if I get those I'll continue to try and chase this this dream of making the CrossFit Games Um, and if not it doesn't really matter you know I was like 21 at 21 22 at the time if not it's just been a year of getting a little bit fitter I can go and go back to uni and you know I don't feel like I would have lost much so I'm glad that I tried that Mm -hmm. oh yeah I mean it obviously paid off I'm actually quite intrigued because that kind of time of year or time you started sorry obviously like during a global pandemic like was it quite weird starting a sport during that time because I assume maybe classes were smaller did you have a lot of like did you have to like wear masks and things like when you started yeah there was it was a lot of like um on and off with like the phases of COVID. So I remember like it'd be fine for a few weeks and then they'd be the government would be like, you need to wear masks or you need to do this and, you know, things like that. So it was pretty hard, but, you know, you did what you could to try and get in the fitness at the time. Yeah, because I can imagine start, like that's the one thing people always say about CrossFit, isn't it? Like consistency is key, but actually starting at a time where you're not in control of that consistency must have been quite hard Uh, and that year so if you say like 2021 and then it obviously paid off because 2022 you got to Torian which firstly I'm just always jealous because Torian 100% looks like the most fun semi-final regional etc um did you one so my first question is was that one of your benchmark goals that you'd set yourself um but two kind of what was that experience like um did you surprise yourself by getting there 
Yeah, so that was one of my goals. Um, I had a lot, a lot of other like strength goals and things like that, but Torian was a goal. And I remember, I don't remember what I qualified. I think it was like 19th or something. Um, but I remember when the workouts got released, um, there was a lot of like high skill gymnastics that year. And, you know, I'd freaked out a little bit because I was like, these are like my biggest weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm kind of glad that those got thrown at me straight away because I feel like the better, like the more things that you have to overcome earlier on, the better athlete you'll become because you know like what it feels like to be, feel feel like you can't do something out on the floor and it's helping me now because it's like when I'm training, it's like the more effort I put in now, the better I'm going to feel out there. So, mm. yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and you, it's not like you had a bad run. You did pretty well, like, for a first yeah. semi-final. Considering the movements, I did pretty well, yeah. I think I ended up, like, 15th or something, so pretty well considering, like, the movements that were in the that year. Did you, like, in your, like, benchmark goals, did you have a like, a goal of Torian or was it just, like, qualify? Uh, that year I didn't have any goal because I knew that um, – like Tia was there and I knew that like even I didn't expect to qualify for the games obviously in the first year but if I was to get to the games like the skill would have been even harder there and I wouldn't have been able to like do a lot of those workouts so it was kind of just a year to enjoy competing and build a love for that because I know how important that can be as an athlete and lots of athletes suffer with like you know anxiety competing and stuff like that so just building like a healthy competition relationship with myself that was pretty important as well yeah for sure and did you have much experience competing because to go into a a complectorian which is like such a spectacle and such a massive uh weekend it's obviously like live streamed they've got huge like numbers of spectators was that kind of one of your first big competition experiences um in a crossfit environment yes but uh i guess swimming's kind of the same and i've competed at like a national level level in swimming so obviously swimming's in the water and you know it's a little bit different but still like the layout of they live streamed it and there was an audience there was kind of the same so I still had a little bit of experience from swimming, but that was completely new to me in the CrossFit scene. Yeah, definitely. And kind of, so that's through the end of your goal year, right? So you've set these benchmarks for yourself. Did you instantly know, right, I'm going to carry on with this? Like what kind of convers- like internal conversation did you have with yourself about like where you were going to go after like hitting them first benchmark goals? So after I did hit all of those goals, I kind of just set up the same thing, but kind of a little bit higher. So it was like, all right, we're going to do the same one year to one year. um, And we're going to like increase the benchmarks, um, obviously set the goals a little bit higher. um, And again, you know, see at the time, like I wasn't, I didn't have any sponsors really. I think I had like frog grips, but they were just kind of like newer then and they were like the only one I had and I was kind of like all right I want to start seeing if I can get a little bit more sponsors because you know at the time like 
when you don't have any sponsors and, you know, you're putting all your money into eating good food, getting supplements, you know, grips, equipment for CrossFit, all of this stuff, and plus you're spending all your time training, there's not much time to work. Mm -hmm. So at the time I was kind of just like I'm very grateful that my parents had a little granny flat that I could live in, Um, but like money was a big thing. So I would work, um, I think I was working in a bar, And so I would just save every penny and put it into CrossFit and, you know, it really paid off, but it was hard at the start. So then the next year was kind of to build sponsors and things like that. So build like my Instagram and things like that. And people don't really realise how much of like marketing Mm -hmm. like CrossFit is, you know, you got to support yourself. So yeah, that really helped me in the second year. Yeah, I think people forget that so much in CrossFit. I've had this conversation with quite a few people that it's it's not a cheap sport, <laughs> like, at all. Um, even, like, obviously getting out to comps and stuff. Um, but, yeah, it is. There's, there's a whole other job that's involved with, you know, making sure that you have sponsors for one, but also then kind of living up to doing all of, that, like, the work that comes with that. Do you find it hard to multitask all that now? Because you've obviously, like, the last year you've gained, like, quite a lot and it, it's obviously benefited, but is it as you expected or almost, like, harder to to work around all of them as well? Um, It's hard sometimes, like, when you have comps coming up and, you know, you're very busy just training and, you know, some sponsors have requirements and things like that. But a lot of my sponsors are very, like, flexible and understanding um which makes my life so much easier Mm -hmm. um so just building like a good relationship with your sponsors is like very important um and I think that's one thing that's made my life so much easier is having like a good relationship with every every sponsor that I have yeah and so the last kind of I mean it seems mad that we're like at the beginning of the 2024 season because the, the past like year has just Blown, but going into 2023 how like did your mindset change um with kind of having sponsors behind you and having possibly like bigger goals did your mindset shift going into that season um the basics of like my mindset were the same you know training was my the thing that I'm doing most and so just working on that and mental toughness that was like my main thing so that didn't change but in terms of like outcome goals um I think I put a little bit more pressure on myself to actually perform because I got to a point where it's like I was like I, I could do all the movements and things like that but you know performing when it counts was really important so I think in, leading into um Torian I didn't have enough confidence that I could qualify and I think throughout that weekend it really showed because I could kind of just feel myself not having that confidence and it affecting certain events and had things gone how I planned for them to go it would have been a completely different outcome Um, but I'm kind of glad that I missed out because it built like this fire that like I needed for my training so Mm -hmm. things have shifted a little bit but yeah the basics are the same yeah and it's funny you say about you putting pressure on yourself because I remember 
kind of watching the season unfold and as Torian was coming up, there was obviously a lot of discussion around it because, for example, like Tia and Cara weren't there and all these things, but your name was mentioned a lot and everyone was like, she's one to watch, she's one to watch. Does that outside pressure, like, did you hear that and feel that as well? Not really, because you kind of, you know, as an athlete and especially building, you're always going to have that. It's just how much pressure you put on yourself. So I'm learning that, like, I need to put pressure on myself to perform, but, you know, external pressure doesn't really change. Like, people are going to say things, especially as I get bigger, um, but it doesn't really bother me. So I think that's a good quality that I have. Yeah, absolutely, because I think going into like something like that if you have obviously you put pressure on yourself but having all them outside voices I can imagine just I mean I couldn't do it <laughs> but that's why I'm not an athlete <laughs> um, but Torian as I say like last year it was it's always one of the best semi-finals to watch I'll stand by that but it the last what six years etc everyone's called it you know you've pretty much known who's gonna who's gonna win but it was such a intense competition this year there were a lot of new faces new names um obviously it was like one of the first years that all semi-final workouts throughout the world were the same how like how was the weekend I think it was like obviously I haven't been doing CrossFit that long so I don't know before my time but that that semi-final like I think it was really cool having like all these new people fighting for spots I think it made it so much more like fun to watch and exciting so I thought it was pretty cool that like especially like the new up-and-comers like got to show like the talent that's being brought up in Oceania at the moment yeah it's such a fun region like to watch and uh, there's something about it that I think I think it is they put on like almost a spectacle and it's such a huge event and um, do you because I think was it end of day two like you were sitting in a podium spot possibly even day three like are you aware of that are you watching the leaderboard throughout the weekend is someone just like telling you keep going like how do you kind of assess it no I'm definitely aware of the leaderboard especially because like um as events go on even if you know you're not planning on like taking out an event and you've got to like work on some sort of damage control you've still got to be like aware of who's sitting where and like you know who you're going to try and beat if they're right near you and things like that and like every single point counts so I'm definitely aware um but I'm kind of also aware of how each event's going to go for like for my weaknesses and my strengths so I'm already like kind of aware of how each day is going to go as well yeah do you um like when you're on the floor and this is something I always I love to ask people because I I find it so interesting are you aware of where other people are like when you're in the midst of your workout or is it are you just focusing on yourself are you stuck at a plateau and without a recent pb mergs has you covered bringing you the highest performance crossfit and weightlifting equipment on the market Mergs is your secret weapon to set a new best. Whether that's knee sleeves, grips or tape, Mergs has everything you need to stay protected and performing. Head over to mergs.com now and save 15% on all orders with the code WAD15. It kind of depends on the workout. So I think that like if it's a 
a low skill kind of grunty workout that I kind of, you know, really enjoy, then I'm kind of just in my own lane, like enjoying the hurt. But um, some of the times I've been like aware of where people are and things like that. But yeah, it definitely comes down to the workout. Mm-hmm. I love, I love that you've got like enjoying the hurt. Like that's just only a CrossFitter would ever say that. Yeah. <laughs> like only someone who does this for a living would explain it that way. Uh, it was it was really interesting as well because, as I say, it's the first semi-finals in like a few years that everyone across the world did the same workouts. Did you like before or after? Because Torium, correct me if I'm wrong, was one of the first semi-finals, right? So afterwards, were you like looking at other people's scores across the world, like comparing and like, how do you kind of oversee it all, I suppose? Um, I think the weeks before ours, because we were the second one, I think, um, we were kind of looking at like how the floor was set out for those ones and how people, like if people struggled on certain things, like the sled, that was a massive, massive thing. Um, And, you know... I know in week one, a lot of their sleds and things like that were falling over. Um, So just kind of practicing movements and planning for the worst. But after we finished our our semifinals um, and once I came sixth and knew that I wasn't qualifying for the games, it was kind of like forget the rest and let's prepare for the 2024 season. So, yeah. So obviously, well, you just said that. I was, you, my next question was like, you you came sick, but like it was a tight race at the top. Like no one really knew what was happening until pretty much like the final few workouts. And um, I know you've just said like it's given you some fire, but at the time, were you were you disappointed? Like, how did you kind of come out of the weekend? Um, to be honest. I was extremely disappointed with my performance at Torian and that's completely fine. Like you can't always perform at your best. Um, so I think as well that was a massive learning curve for learning how to execute things at different times kind of thing. So like, um, for example, I'd planned to hit certain weights in my snatches and instead of just playing it safe, I pushed to go a little bit heavier and miss that. So that's like there's points that could have added up. Um, Just little things like that people don't – I mean, some people pay attention to, but, yeah, the top six at Torian, we were all like point for point in the end, which was, yeah, it's tight. It's almost harder, I can imagine, right? Like you'd almost want to lose – not lose, but like be – back by like 30 40 points or is that right like because I I think when when you're literally like oh it was it was so close is it is it harder like when you're literally like oh it was so tight yeah it's extremely frustrating to see that it's like we're all I think third fourth or fourth fifth and sixth we're all like point for point and then it I mean everyone has things that they didn't execute the best but it just makes you like question like your execution but it is what it is. Yeah. And actually, talking on that, so we'll, we won't dwell on Torian much more after <laughs> because it's over now. But would you, like, in that situation where, as you said, like, four, like four, three, six, would you almost prefer 
like because in my head if I was fourth by like a point I'd be really annoyed (laughs) but being sixth is kind of like okay I was at least a few spots does that make sense yeah it kind of does but at the same time like because we were all so close like the few of us it just makes me like question the workouts for next year and like who's improved the most and things like that which is that really excites me yeah how do you because obviously the the spots to the games are determined by CrossFit and it's all done by regions etc I will often watch like Torian and be like oh my gosh why do only three people qualify like it to me I know it does make sense in a mathematics way or however they do it but it always seems like oh why can't more people qualify from Torian like all over the years there have been people that have missed out from like fourth to fifth sixth etc does it feel quite harsh as a competitor that only three people qualify? Yes and no. I don't know. I feel like that obviously it is extremely hard for our region because we do have a lot of strong athletes. Um, but at the same time, making the semifinals so hard like to get to the games, I think it just is better for us because that means that when we get to the games, we're like going to be a lot like perform better if that makes sense um so it is frustrating and I wish we did have more spots but at the end of the day like Oceania is a smaller region and again seeing how like the Oceania performed at the games um obviously it was hard because a lot of them had injuries this year I think going forward with better performances, I think that'll open up a fourth spot, hopefully. And then from there, I hope that we can prove that we are a very strong region. Mm. Yeah, and it's it's funny, isn't it? Because obviously you've been represented so well by, like, Tia for the last however many years, and, you know, she's likely to be back this year. Um, does that kind of, like, do you almost want to be like, there's there's more there's more of us than just Tia? <laughs> because obviously, like you say, yeah, like Ellie and Ellie and Jamie had injuries this year and they were both kind of set for top 10 finishes does it make you just want to get as many of you to the games as possible yeah I think the more that we can get to the games the better we can prove out like that our region is really strong it is really frustrating to see like like the girls get injured at the games because I know that they would have done really well but yeah going forward especially because a lot of the the girls that are up and coming, you know, we still are new to the sport. So I think, you know, in the years to come, when we build a bit more comp experience and things like that. It, it'll show. It'll show. We've got we've got girls that they're coming. <laughs> You're all coming. <laughs> uh, and it was it around. It was around semi-finals time, right? That you joined Underdogs Athletics last year. Am I right in saying that around that time? And um, how does it change things? training obviously I know you train with your partner who is also an elite CrossFit athlete um which I want to touch on actually but then going into a training camp not just like any old training camp but one of the best in the world like how did that change things for you um so yeah we jumped on Zane and I jumped on underdogs just before Torian um we actually decided he actually decided that we were going to jump on it. So at the time I was kind of like, whatever, we'll do, I'll just do what you do. Um, and then we started 
training just on their template. Um, and I found that they're, the way that they programmed was so smart and, you know, it wasn't extremely high volume, but, you know, everything was touched on. So the risk of injury goes down, but I'm still, you know, working a lot of high skill movements, especially under like certain fatigue, which was a massive weakness for me. Um, I really loved that. And then until I came, we came to the States a few weeks ago, um, training at like at the camp with everyone has just like, it's been awesome. Like having so many elite athletes train in one space and push each other. Like I've never seen anything like that, especially coming from Perth in Western Australia. It's tiny, you know, there's not very many people that do CrossFit. And so that definitely opened up my eyes to see like how much more there is. And especially my coach, Kiefer, having him, there every day coaching um and like helping individualize everything has just made a massive difference so yeah it's been a massive change and a big leap jumping on with underdogs yeah and they are as like they're so well represented as you say they're one of the one of the best out there and obviously you spoke there about Zane and it's interesting you say that like not a lot of people do CrossFit where you are but how do you think it's benefited you having like a partner that's in the same position and also probably got very similar goals like does it help or does it ever hinder like your training training together I I don't think it hinders us at all um and I think not just in the gym but having him like us live together just helps with the one percenters like being accountable all the time like our eating, you know, stretching, recovery, all the things like that, supplements, you know, just being on top of it and, you know, keeping each other accountable, I think it's it really helps because especially like some days you're really not feeling it and, you know, having someone there to follow and vice versa, it just makes it so much easier. And obviously you're both like out there training at the moment and having an awesome time but we will talk about the fact that you are heading to Wadapalooza which has just come around so quick um qualified top of the board like firstly did you expect that how were the qualifiers for you how are you feeling going in to next week yeah so I wasn't actually expecting to win the qualifiers it was kind of like no expectations just try to qualify um and I just hit the workouts the online workouts as best I could and I think it was really cool to see that I could qualify first so going into next week that's pretty cool um and I'm really excited to get some more competition experience especially versing like the girls from America I think it's going to be really good to see how these girls compete um but at the end of the day this is just more building competition experience for the long term you know getting to see how everyone competes and how different it is to Australia and also getting to see how I fit with the American girls because, you know, obviously not getting to verse them ever. Um, it can be a little bit of like a barrier, like, oh, I'm not from here, but I think it's going to be a good eye-opener to see that I can like hang with these girls. Because mm -hmm. you, we know you can hang with the Australians <laughs> because, well, in general – 
the down under championships which literally feel like they were last weekend but almost like two months ago well a month ago now like podiums there like do you feel recovered from that weekend like how long do you need in between because it seems like they're they're almost back to back these comps right yeah um mentally and like mentally recovered I feel like I recovered straight away I could have competed the weekend after like that's all good um but I did hurt myself a little bit so a lot of like my training and stuff has changed just to kind of work on becoming healthy for the 2024 season so I think if I can stay healthy through the weekend and I have some some goals that I want to kind of hit um if I can do that and stay healthy going into the actual CrossFit game season then that's a massive win for me yeah and will you use this um, as kind of a bit of a benchmark? So, like, I know they haven't announced a lift yet, but I'm assuming that probably will be one, things like that. Are you kind of using that as a, let's see what how I do, and then that's what you push for going into, like, the Open and et cetera? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like um, just more – it's really just experience to verse the, the, the US girls – um and I'm I'm not gonna take I'm still gonna go get a lot of experience from competing with them but I think it was more so just the experience of coming over here and seeing how I can go against them yeah I don't know. <laughs> it always seems like such a fun competition I think often when you watch what a palooza it seems like as much as everyone is there to win everyone's also just there to kind of kick off the season and have fun like have you got any expectations like on yourself as in like any particular like placing etc on what you want to do or are you literally as you say just there for the experience I think I'm capable of a top 15 finish but obviously that's if I execute how I want to um so again seeing how I do execute over the weekend um, but there is a lot of things throughout the weekend that I'm good at. So it would be good to see how I can push those things. Mm. I was actually going to ask that because they have started kind of trickling out workouts. <laughs> how do you, yeah. how do you feel about them? Like looking at them so far, any that you're particularly excited about? Um, I think the, um, I'm not sure what it's called. It's rowing and wall balls, box jumps and chest bar. That one I'm a little bit scared for, but I think I'll do pretty well in that one. I'm scared. I'm really scared because it's going to hurt so bad, but <laughs> it'll be good. It That's like that's the, the good pain where it yeah. hurts good. So I'm excited in. for that. Yeah, <laughs> that one will be good. Um but I don't know. I'm 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 kind of waiting to see what the swim one is and if there's a swim because I feel like I'll enjoy that one. So I'm just hanging out for that one now. <laughs> is do you put extra pressure on yourself for a swim event? Oh, a hundred percent. Like I always do, and I think that's the one thing, like, that I don't like about CrossFit is like, you know, people knowing that you're in like an ex swimmer and expecting you to do well. But in reality, like, I feel feel not great at swimming because obviously I used to swim 
eight to nine times a week and now I swim once a week. So I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my swimming's not great. But I think compared to a CrossFitter, it'll be all right. Yeah. It's funny, actually, because I like whenever you watch a swim event, like at the games, you always hear like on the commentary, there's like three people who are ex-swimmers and it's just like their names <laughs> mentioned like over and over again. So I'm sure you're going to get that. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> but it looks to be like an awesome awesome weekend um going in after that because obviously we then you then have a few weeks have you got like will you kind of go into recovery mode for a few weeks before the open obviously you're going to have travel home I assume like how what's your kind of plans for for after in that interim um I don't really actually have that much planned obviously I'm just leaving straight after Waterpalooza. Um, so I think just getting home, you know, getting back to my time zone and then from there kind of just recovering as much as I can um, from Waterpalooza and the travel and then just get back into building for the season. I think just building some fitness, you know, you can never be – you can always get fitter. Yeah. Any um... – any obviously I'm assuming the main goal is getting to the games correct me if I'm wrong there but any other kind of prominent goals that you've got to that you want to achieve this coming season um I think this year in terms of like goals it's more so looking at my career and understanding that it's not all determined this year so I think staying healthy is my biggest goal and doing as much as I can to like bulletproof my body to ensure that I can, you know, continue being the best athlete that I can be, but also being the healthiest athlete that I can be because you can't be the best athlete you, you're you capable if you're injured. So mm-hmm. just getting healthy and enjoying this season for that. Yeah, and like you said, there's a lot of you you girls, like particularly in that Oceana region, who are like you're also young still, and you've got like all these amazing careers ahead of you. That I love that you've got that kind of mentality of it's not like one or lost in a season because you can have a really long career in CrossFit, and I I really really love that because I think a lot of people, if their season ends or they don't get into the games, etc., they're like, now nah, okay. I've tried I'm done but I love that you don't have that um obviously like 2021 you said you're going to give yourself a year to commit are you still taking it year by year or is this is this a long game now this is definitely a long game now and especially being more you know sustained with sponsors and things like that and it's a lot easier for me to just live and train I think it it's my lifestyle and it's only gonna get better um so I think it's just taking it season by season and seeing you know what outcome I can get to happen and you know each year if I do get to the games seeing how well I can do there but yeah I'm I'm super excited to see what's to come for you because I only see good (laughs) um I have some quick fire questions that I like to end (laughs) with the first quick fires of 2024 which is exciting and um, they never end up being that quick. <laughs> so, firstly, your favourite lift? Ooh, probably the snatch. I mean, you're, you're, the snatch you posted a few weeks ago that went viral, like everyone was 
buzzing about that. Uh, Favourite overall movement? Oh, my God. I don't know why. My brain just said thruster. <laughs> I don't think anyone said that yet. I don't know why. Yeah, thruster. Love that. I can see a heavy thruster coming for maybe later. <laughs> um, this is going to be quite an interesting one because you haven't been doing CrossFit, obviously, as you said, like super, super long, but your favourite benchmark workout? Oh, I don't think I've really done many. I would probably say Grace. Or was it double? It was double grace yeah. down under, right? Yeah, double grace, <laughs> double grace. That was a that was a picture finish and a name photo finish. If ever there was one, <laughs> grace winning double grace. Yeah. So, <laughs> um. And then my final question for you: If you were to go to the games on a team and you could mm -hmm. build a dream team around you, who would you have? Oh, oh my! I don't know. I would put Zayn because I feel okay. like we have a good, like, connection already. Oh. Would you have got I feel like you hadn't have said that? No, I don't think he would care. I'm just thinking I would probably put Kyra Milligan. Obviously, yeah. like, I'm staying with her at the moment and I feel like we've bonded over the past two weeks we've been together. So I feel like she would be a really good team athlete, especially with her experience. I'm just trying to think of another, like, another boy. Um, I don't even know. I would probably pick Ricky because nice. we we stay with him a lot, and you know he's a he's a solid guy. So Ricky Grad, obviously, he would never go team like with his. But yeah, Kyra Milligan, Shane, uh, Zane, and Ricky. That I mean, I see that happening. <laughs> um, well, we'll see. We'll see how good Ricky is on a team next week, right? yeah we'll see for sure <laughs> um but no thank you so so much i'm super excited to watch you next week good luck enjoy it um and good luck with the rest of the season and just yeah thank you so much for for chatting no worries thank you for having me of course anytime <laughs>